Big wigs and bureaucrats, board members and bean counters, I bring you a brandtastic bit of brand standing bonus content. Season one will release on April 1st, but just to tide you over till then, we put together a little something extra just for you, featuring, as always, 100% real, no holds barred business titans going head to head. Hi, Taylor from Legal here. The law requires that I step in and state that brand standing is not a real business investment show, but a piece designed for its entertainment value. Is what we would have to say if that wasn't true. We recently visited PodCon in Seattle, Washington, a real convention in a real city for a real podcast. That is true. Seattle, Washington is a real place and PodCon is a real event. But But enough of the technicalities. Let's jump right in. Podcast fanatics, compulsive button pressers, audiophiles of all ages, positions, and persuasions. I hope you brought your financial portfolio, your most ridiculously overpriced watch, and your most skeptical facial expression, because this is Brand Standing. Brand Standing is a 100% totally real business pitching show, which features real entrepreneurs really battling it out to win the favor of investors and you. It is not, regardless of anything Taylor from Legal might have told you, a completely contrived show based on the fabulously fun improv game of the same name, coming to Kickstarter this spring. No, sir, definitely not a show featuring podcasters, comedians, writers, and more, misusing their talents to come up with brilliant and hilarious business ideas for your amusement. At this moment, we join Tony Vicinda, the most bearded and bombastic of the brand-standing investors in Seattle, Washington, at PodCon 2. We are joined by three founders who have spent months or even years working on the startups they are about to pitch. If this was a fake podcast based on a fabulously fun improv game, a few minutes ago they would have been given a couple of business pitch prompts to choose from. For example, a pet store for Vikings, an arcade for the lactose intolerant, a podcast network for the mafia. But this is a real show, so they weren't, just to clarify. Our founders will now go head-to-head, having a few minutes to pitch their ideas, and then be grilled by Tony, who will choose an investor's favorite award of $20,000, which, if we were playing a version of a fabulously fun improv game, would translate to 20 bucks. Not that it matters, but, dear listener, the ultimate determinant of success will be you. But more on that later. For now, let's kick it over to brand-standing investor extraordinaire, Tony Vasinda. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome out to PodCon 2. I want to thank PodCon so much for having us here. Everywhere we go, we get approached by uh, potential founders, people who want to start a business, who are, who are in the early stages of their company. They see me, they see the way I dress, they see the way they act, and they know that I am a high-power investor. And so they always approach me asking for that. So we set up this special show for those who at PodCon who wanted to pitch a business to me could. And so we're just going to start right here to my left um, and have you all introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your business background as well. Um, my name is STD117, and, um, and my business is Can't Miss Clothing. Can't Miss Clothing. All right, awesome. Uh, next in the order is? Hi, I'm uh, Morgan Spatola, and I am here representing Notable uh, Records. Notable records. Like music. Thank, it's music. Thank you, Morgan. And last but not least. Uh, hi. Uh, you can call me Sandra Solara. Uh, the first four S's in my name are silent, just so that you are aware of that. Uh, and I am here to pitch my business, which is called Sidewinder World. All right, Sandra. Thank you very much, Sandra. Actually, let's start out with you for our pitches. Why don't you give us a couple minutes about what your business is all about? Fantastic. Thank you so much, Tony. Okay, so 
According to a study that was done by Columbia University in 2012, uh, they found out that snakes are exactly the same amount of windiness as roller coasters. And uh, in 2015, a study by Harvard found that 92% of snake owners like snakes and 62% of people like roller coasters. So I am here to pitch the idea of Sidewinder World. It is an, uh, uh, what's it called? What's the word? Um, you know, just a place where you go and ride a bunch of roller coasters. <laughs> but specifically for folks who really, really like snakes. You know, so we've got like the world's windiest roller coasters and a snake petting zoo and a, a snake slide that's 100 feet long. We're going to call it the Titanoboa. And uh, we got, we've even gotten a couple of endorsements by celebrities. Uh, Nicki Minaj says uh, that her anaconda don't want none unless it's got tons of fun, hon. She like wrote a whole song about it and everything. So you know, we're going with the hashtag uh, bite the fear because you know, roller coasters are real scary and snakes are a bit like, ooh, spooky. <laughs> so we're going with bite the fear. And uh, I even drew a little picture of the logo. I don't know if everybody can see it. But uh, it's a snake and it's a roller coaster. Because Sidewinder World, you know, it's going to be a ton of fun. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sandra. Morgan, tell us a little bit about what you do. Notable records, like music, like no notes, music notes. We do a, a, a record subscription service, but it's very exclusive because it's only for former judges of American Idol. Um, you I like, I, you I, know I have some show? friends, I have some friends, yeah. Okay, I, I mean, so the American Idol is a show and they sing and then like they judge them and then someone gets, is an idol. Here's the thing, uh, the judges, they don't really actually want to be reminded of work when they're listening to music and there's been like, I don't know, like 60 seasons of that show. So uh, we, we try and we strive based on hundreds of hours of uh, their judge feedback to find the perfect music for them specifically. Uh, and the best part about it is there are no former contestants or winners of American Idol in our music library. So Simon Cowell said, I don't hate this. <laughs> And Paula Abdul said, I love this. Uh, thank you much. Okay, so going back uh, to the very beginning, we have it's STD117. Yes, that is correct. All right. Yeah, so I, I started Can't Miss Clothing because I am, uh, and I hope this is a safe space, a reformed stormtrooper. I served many years in, um, in the storm force, and, um, or space force as it used to be called. And, um, and, and, I met Darth Jesus, and I had a, a, come, a, come to, a come to the light Darth Jesus moment, and I thought, there's something we can do better for our stormtroopers, for our men and women who are given their storm lives. And, and, um, and so I did start Can't Miss Clothing, because 99% of stormtroopers don't own any clothing. Did you know that? I did not yeah, know they're that. they're real naked under there. And um, I decided that I wanted to start a line of clothing specifically for stormtroopers. Uh, Can't Miss Clothing is, uh, is what I've started. Our main product line I'm launching right now, provided you give me 20,000 um, monies, is the bullseye line of clothing. And I've already had some test subjects come back. So STD, uh, by the way, in case, I'm sorry, I got used to the, the culture. STD stands for um, Stormtrooper Dave. Um, that's what they're all called. And, um, and then we get a number. So, um, so this is STD-146. He says, uh, does it come in white? Uh, STD-711 says, I like the white. Uh, 
<laughs> and, um, and, and so that's real good. That's good. That's two. Te- I mean, I only had two. I could only make two. Um, so I'm really hoping to really grow big. The Stormtroopers Union has fully endorsed our line of clothing, um, but as soon as they did, they were all uh, dismembered, like, like physically. Um, it was real gross. And I have a logo. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a bullseye. Um, because of the name, but I put an arrow just so, and it's real big on the clothing, just in case we sell it to other people and they might, they might be able to actually shoot something, you know what I mean? Because they're always, we're always missing. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, bullseye, can't miss clothing. I, I love it. I've got a, a couple questions I want to ask you. I'm going to go to, to Morgan first. Morgan, would you mind telling me, what is Simon's favorite song in your catalog? He actually is a huge fan of um, this little musical called Hamilton. Yeah. No American Idol people were in that musical ever. Uh, and he likes, um, I wrote the Constitution from the Hamilton album. I wrote the Constitution from the Hamilton album? That, that's the whole name of the song, yeah. Uh, could, you, uh, could you give us like a short, like just a couple of lines from that? I can't actually. You can't? That's a, you well, know, the, here's the thing. You're, like, you're big picture, right? I'm, I'm probably asking you to get a little bit tough. I do the, the algorithms and like the computer programming, so I don't actually know how to sing. I'm just feeling a, a need. All right, all right, perfect. Um, so... Uh, 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 Sandra, could you do me a favor and could you tell me a little bit about how you're dealing with um, snake bite and first aid issues um, at, at your park? Oh, yes. We take all of the, you know, bitey, because snakes, you know, they can't grab you, but they can bite you real hard. Sorry, can I swear here? I mean, you know, you, you just, I mean, it's, it's a okay. little late now. Yeah, I know. It's all right. about that. I'll try to do better. But yes, so we do have some first aid on site and uh, we do ask people if they are bringing their own snakes to, you know, we give them little marshmallows when they come in the door. So we stick those on their fangs so that when they bite, it's, you know, they're not, they get a little bit of a snack, but nobody's getting hurt is mostly how we deal with that so far. It's been pretty good, actually. The snakes do try to bite a little bit harder when you put the marshmallows on. It has been an issue, but we do have actual first aid and some doctors and things like that. The real problem is when they get out of their cages, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good to know. So um, STD-117, you said you've made two units so far. Yes. You have a minimum viable product. That's really exciting to hear. I'm, yes. I'm always excited about that. Yeah. Um, so you got a little bit of feedback. Have they been into battle? Have these clothes been into battle yet? Yes. Yeah, so these, these two particular units are onesies, you might call them. So they do wear them so far. I haven't been able to convince them to just wear the clothing by itself. The challenge is going to be changing the culture okay. because they're so used to just wearing that, that, the uniform. They wear it under the armor? They're wearing it under the armor right now. It's not ideal, but, um, and hopefully I'm, I'm really interested to just to teach them about shorts one day. Yeah. Again, it's just going to take a while. They, how, do you, how do you feel like you could build brand recognition? How do you, how do you think you're going to be able to build brand recognition if they're always wearing them under the clothing? No, that's a, that's a great question. What we do is, is that we put the bullseye on their back so that they know that their friend has clothing under there. Now, here's the problem a lot of the other stormtroopers don't get it yet. And so they are just shooting their friends and it's not, it's not great, but the, to be fair, accuracy has gone up one, like 50%. Um, they have killed them. It's been real sad, but yeah. So I'm going to take a minute to, uh, to step off uh, and I'm going to deliberate um, on who I want to invest uh, my $20,000 in, but uh, Mark's going to talk a little about what's going to happen next and check in with each of y'all on how you think you did. So as Tony runs off to his Fortress of Solitude, I just want to run down the line, get a feeling of how everybody's feeling. Sandra, we'll start with you. 
How are you feeling uh, overall, having heard, having given your pitch, having heard others? You know, what headspace are you in right now? How are you feeling? Oh, you know, I'm just feeling absolutely fabulous. You know, that's a little, it's a little snake humor. I like that was it. really lovely. I enjoyed that very much. Thank you. Uh, Morgan, Morgan, how, how about you? How are you feeling? Uh, a little nervous. I, I texted my therapist at the beginning of this because I was nervous and she hasn't texted me back. But that's... We're getting there. It's, it, it's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. And finally, we come to our uh, representative from our, uh, our, our, our brave forces. Yeah, you can, call me, you can call me SDD. Thank yeah, you. No, no problem. Um, yeah, no, I'm okay. I, um, I, I will just say that if, if y'all do not choose to invest in the theme park, I would like, I would like a shot at that because that, that seems cool. Yeah, but that's pretty much my only thought right I'm now. I'm sure we can work out a deal. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. kind of like, because you've got friends and stuff, you know. Yeah, no, they're mostly dead, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I had, I had some time to step into my Fortress of Solitude um, to deliberate. I just, I want to say a couple of things, uh, first and foremost. Uh, STD, you, you really impressed me. The Minimal Viable Project, I actually, I did a little bit of, of research of study online. I saw some of the pictures. Um, I saw some of the feedback. Uh, you have it does seem that even though you only had two actual endorsements that those those clothes have gone through a number of stormtroopers um and so i saw pictures of a lot of different people they all looked very happy in their last moments as they passed yeah, yeah and, so, and we'll get most of the stains out yeah okay well that's, that's good to know also because that, that was gonna be one of my follow-ups uh morgan i um i called simon uh he is a big fan um he he actually sung me the entire uh the entire rendition uh like from heart did he do the part about the amendments he did like he he actually like so good at the part. amendment reprise also too mm. like later in the musical when they so come good. back and they just so do good. the amendments um he did that part as well i mean like he is a huge fan uh sandra uh, my friend's a herp herpetologist um and uh so that's a, that's a snake scientist for those of you who are who are uninitiated out in the audience and uh uh, he thinks this is a great idea. He actually thinks this could be uh, huge. He thinks there's actually some some medical research opportunities there also too that we could be exploiting as kind of a secondary uh, revenue stream. So it was a really really hard uh, decision. But for me, it's very hard to just pick one person. So I, I actually do want to do a little bit more due diligence with some of the other people and then come back, uh, maybe put some additional money into some of the other brands. But I do think uh, that that we're going to go ahead and award Sandra judge's favorite. So if we could everybody give her a round of applause. Oh my goodness, thank you. Uh, Sandra, so fun. tell us a little bit about what this $20,000 is gonna go into uh, within your business. Oh, well, so uh, first and foremost, we have to switch out all of the snake cages to, uh, you know, the ones that have the glass barriers. <laughs> <laughs> we have found that uh, for containment of the snakes, that is a much better way of doing it. So, <laughs> so first and foremost, we're, we're going to switch out the cages. Uh, and then we're going to start working on what might be our most ambitious roller coaster ever. It does not... Oh, wait, no, it does have a name. We just named it. I just thought of it. I'm brilliant. Uh, it's called The Viper. And it's going to have like 800 something turns. It's just gonna be so windy, you guys. And maybe there will even be a snake pit at the bottom for all the little kitties to play in. It'll be fantastic. And there you have it, folks, a 100% real showdown between titans of industry. As we mentioned at the top of the show, the true victor of this brandtastic battle will be determined by you, dear listener. You can shimmy on over to our Instagram, at Play Brandstanding, where you will be able to vote and weigh in on which startup started you up the most. You can find the link to the PodCon post in the show notes. Hello, it's me again, Taylor from Legal. 
I'm legally required to say that this show is a complete sham designed to amuse and delight the businessy side of your brain. This episode features Kyle Turner as STD117. Find him on the M Word podcast at mwordpod.com. Morgan Spatola as herself. Find her on Instagram at Morgan Spatola. Jordan Cobb as Sandra Solara. Find her and her starring role on the Giannis Descending podcast at giannisdescending.libsyn.com. Tony Vicinda as himself, Mark Guiney as the announcer, and me, Trisha Vicinda, as Taylor from Legal. Or you can just ignore all those made-up names. To hear more real founders duking it out for real cash, head over to brandstanding.show or wherever you get your podcasts. And watch out for season one of Brandstanding on April the 1st. And that's not a joke. Brandstanding may not be for everyone. Extended listening has been known to lead to momentary attacks of the giggles, the heebie-jeebies, and thinking up brilliant names for a hair salon marketed to Vikings while doing the dishes at your mother-in-law's house. (laughs) 